Hi, everybody. You've got a pose in the Matrix. This is Dave, trying to look a little more dapper. And Brian <laughs> always looks dapper. So, <laughs> Dave, hi, everybody. Hi. So, folks, we're, we're coming to you tonight on a, I don't know, it's raining here. It looks like they're having a nice day in Southern California. So, uh, yeah. it always rains in Oregon. Remember the Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff when they would have, like, the state line? And it'd be sunny on one side and pouring rain on the other. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Oregon and California for sure. Um, so tonight, folks, uh, we're going to talk about something um, that commonly goes with um, all these liberal, um, secular things like evolution, the UFO thing. Although the UFO thing is more metaphysical, it's not really secular, but um, and then now the, the COVID thing, because mankind, when it doesn't have a religion, seems to want to make up its own religion. And we know that's humanism. And uh, humanism has to have a structure just like a regular religion. Uh, humanism is a religion. It's where man deifies itself. Uh, some of you might not agree with that, but um, we, we can agree to disagree on that. But um, anyway, so... Uh, Brian and I were, you know, I, there was a few things that were posted, I think, on Natural News, Brian, and one of them was kind of went into this. Mm-hmm. about how, um, There's a, uh, a religious component to the COVID-19 epidemic or pandemic, excuse me. So um, anyway, before we get started on that, Brian, have you heard any new news or anything or? Just um, a lot about the COVID vaccines that. Every day, more and more of these vaccine, the vaccine shots are getting people sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my workplace, uh, let's see, I'm just guessing there's 50, 60 men and women that work in my immediate area. And I know of uh, 10 or 12 that have gotten the shot in the last month, and every one of them has gotten sick. Right. They've all recovered, but they've gotten sick. And somebody said, well, that's the vaccine working. Well, one of the vaccines gave one of our workers the shingles. He was 75 years old. Uh-huh. But he, big guy, he's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's been healthy all his life. He's never had a head cold or even a sniffle. And he gets the vaccine. Within a few days, he gets shingles and he goes into the hospital. So, oh, my goodness. But you know, the others gotten, like, flu-like symptoms. Some uh, One coworker, his right arm went numb. I might have said this in a previous show. And then it went to his other arm. But um, there's something else that I didn't have a chance to mention before the show that kind of goes along with this. And it's all the, this whole COVID thing, that you know, Dave, is it's 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 several fronts to this. One, it's depopulation. Two, mm-hmm. control of the population. Right. And three, it's about money. Mm-hmm. And the government and Facebook and all these big uh social media platforms it's it's they're all in cahoots together and it's pretty obvious i mean they're pretty blatant about it you know sure but something else out there and you might have we might have talked about this briefly before but it's called bio sludge and it's basically it's it's an epidemic of it and what, what they're doing folks and i'm still researching this but I, I did some research on it and this goes along with the vaccines they want you to take the vac- They want you to get tested because when you test for COVID, in the the, the the swabs are microbots in the swabs. We talked about this on previous shows. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. So the swab goes in there, 
but it goes all the way back in your nasal cavity. It, they don't go in your mouth. You think you would get saliva. They go back in your nasal cavity all the way back to this area where there's a little bone with a little gap in it that leads into the brain cavity. And that's where they swap. And those nanobots are released there, and they go right into your blood system, right into your brain to be released later by whoever wants to do it. Uh-huh. This sounds like sci-fi, you know, right? And so, but it's not. It's it's real. So you have that going on. Then you have the vaccines. We all about the vaccines. We talked extensively about how it's getting people sick. Right. Now what done, and I've just started researching this. I've heard about it, but I haven't really paid attention to it. Our sewage treatment plants all across the country have been deregulated to a point where all the stormwater, everything that goes into the street, down our toilets, down our sinks, goes into these uh, sewage treatment plants, right? Mm-hmm. And supposedly they purify, get all the big stuff out of there, right? I want to go in detail. They use some type of chemical, maybe chlorine, small doses, supposedly, air quote. Yeah. And then they purify it somehow and they put it into our rivers or mm-hmm. they or they sell it, literally sell it or give it to the farmers to spray water on their crops. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they're not killing all the chemicals. They're not killing all the viruses and all the diseases. They deregulate it to the point where they just make it look like water and then they give it out. Okay. So um, there's 80,000 chemicals in the water they're putting out. Nice. 80,000, folks. 80,000. And I'm just going to get a little, a little graphic here because I want to make the point how bad this is. This is bad. And yeah. I'm not sure what was talking about this, but this needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, I'm going, let's say... Um, I don't want to do that. It's just, it's just say you have a carpenter chip and you have a paint shop. Okay. Uh-huh. You clean out your brushes of the paint. The paint goes down into the water system, goes into this plant. It's filtered out to get the color out to kill some of the stuff. They do a little bit, but the toxins in the paint is still in the water. Mm-hmm. Now, that water is dumped into our rivers. I know the Willamette River, there's a sewage treatment plant right there in Eugene. Off the yeah, Delta there is. Yeah. Yeah, River so, Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, that water is dumped into the Willamette River. I know it is because mm-hmm. I've seen it. But it's, it looks pure, pure. It looks clean. Like, wow, it looks better than the water in the river. But uh-huh. it's not. So you have, this is say you have this oil-based car paint now. You can't see the color because the color's been removed. They've got a few toxins out of there just to make it. It looks good. Now that's being sprayed all over your food that's being grown. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, I don't want to, I just, I got to say this. This is what they're doing. Abortion clinics uh, where they abort babies. And, you know, we've seen on the news where they've sell them for parts. Right. Uh, baby feces, all that is washed down the drains of these places. It's man, going man. to the water system. Uh-huh. Um. Just anything you can think about that is a chemical or not natural to our environment is being flushed down our drains, and we were trusting our government to purify all this, to put it back into our system, but they're not. They deregulated it. I don't know when they did it, but they pulled back some of the regulations to allow these sewage treatment plants to not purify it as much. And so 
basically you have 80,000 chemicals in a clean looking pure water that goes into the river. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's terrible. So it goes in the river, you drink it, you bathe with it, you wash your cars with it, you water your lawns with it. And even watering your lawns and spraying it out and say, you don't drink. Well, I don't drink it. You know, okay. The whole thing about wearing the COVID mask was to keep the droplets from getting in there and getting you sick. It's, it's bogus. The masks don't work. They've been right. shown science that the, that the molecules of the COVID virus are so small, the masks will not stop them. But nobody mm-hmm. talks. But water is the same thing. You're spraying water up in the air or you're watering your lawn. The mist from that water is getting on your clothes. It's getting sure. on you. It's getting in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wash, they, excuse me, they, and, and well, in California here, it's one of the biggest produces, uh, uh, production of food, of produce in the world is in right. the valley here, right? From uh, LA to Sacramento. So uh-huh. they use this water. They give it back to the farmers and they're using bio sludge water Ooh. to grow their crops. So they're literally putting things that I just said. I don't want to say it because I don't want, I don't want to, creeping anybody out or anybody like I just want them to understand this is how they're growing their food. This is how our food is being grown. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're trying to kill us with COVID. Now they're using vaccines. COVID wasn't really to kill us. It was to get us to the vaccine because right. they knew that COVID wasn't as deadly. So why would they push it so much as a deadly disease? Cause they knew these vaccines would do the job that COVID couldn't do. So, mm-hmm. Now they're pushing these vaccines. Uh, I did a little research. The FDA has not fully approved these vaccines. I don't know if anybody out there knows that. But these yeah, vaccines they, they approved been. it for emergency use, I think, but not officially. Yeah, exactly. But so you have millions of people as guinea pigs taking the vaccine and now they're getting sick. And mm-hmm. that's why uh, we, we talked about earlier with Barbara that. Facebook is covering up with the, the vaccines. Anytime anybody posts any truth about the vaccine, they're monitored and shut down. Mm-hmm. So you have, you've got COVID, then you had the vaccine. Actually, let me back up. You had COVID, then you had the PCR test from COVID, which spreads a disease. Mm-hmm. And then you have the vaccines, which makes spreads a disease. And now they're spraying our food and growing our, our food with 80,000 chemicals in our water and right. no saying a thing about this. And this showed a graph on this one video of hundreds of plants all over the country, just dotted everywhere. There's not every state's doing this. Some of the states in the Midwest, not so much, but all right. the coastal cities, it's just rampant. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about it, where's the population at of the United States? It's on the coast. Right. So we're concentrating on and man, uh, oh man. And so this makes that movie with Aaron Brockovich with uh, Roberts. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, uh-huh. This makes that's nothing compared. To, this is countrywide. I don't know if anybody else is talking about this, but I'm going to do more research. But it's called Bio Sludge. It's mm-hmm. not. Good. There's a whole video on it, and we're we're being poisoned by our food supply on purpose. And then there's not even that. There's the whole GMO. There's this genetic modified food. And they're supposedly in a lot of states have restricted it or banned it. But if you notice, I, I I was at Costco almost last week. The strawberries are the size of 
of uh, like little softballs. They're huge. Yeah, like apples. Yeah. I grew up on a ranch. We had we had cattle. And we had chickens. We had fruit trees, and I never saw you know a strawberry almost the size of a of a bat, of a hardball for baseball. It's they're yeah. massive. They're like this, and so that's GMO. That's not natural. Nephilim um, strawberries. So they're using GMO. So what? Anything that makes a strawberry grow three or four times its natural size and you're eating it, whatever they, whatever caused that is going in your system. My point right. here, everybody's listening and watching. They are, you got to go back. You got to think, why would the government do this, Dave? Why in the world would our government officials do this? Because a lot of our government officials, including the presidents of the United States, Republican and Democrat, are Freemasons. They're one world order guys. They're depopulation guys and women. And yeah. that's, that's their religion. And they're not going to talk to you about it and say what that that's their religion, but it, it is. Yeah. And now they're taking COVID that you mentioned earlier and making it a religion. Right. I got kind of shamed today because I didn't have the vaccine. I was at work and everybody around me, everybody around me today, had the vaccine, but they all had their masks on, and I didn't. And I said, if you guys, I said to them, I said, if the vaccine's so great, why do you have your mask on around me? Uh-huh. And, I, and they said, well, you you might give us COVID. I go, how would I give you COVID if we got the vaccine? Uh-huh. I go, are you crazy? And I said, <laughs> I, would have to it. I had it in 2019 in the fall. I've got the antibodies. I'm actually more resistant to COVID than you are with the shot, because that shot right. just destroyed your immune system. Uh-huh. And they're like looking at me like, I was crazy. Like, I'm a conspiracy guy. So, but knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Um, If you have knowledge and you are savvy, um, you can control people without even them knowing it. Mm -hmm. And so the government is manipulating what these people are learning and giving them false information so they think they're educated. They think they've got that this is safe because they're trusting a third party with the information. Dave right. and I, other people on the Internet that do these, we dig deep. I don't go to Google. I go on DuckDuckGo. I go to other websites. I actually look in books, too. Actually, nobody does that anymore, but I've actually gone <laughs> in bookstores. Book right. And I'm like, book? What's a book? You know? And... um and that's how you that's what we have to do now uh mm-hmm. Dave, folks we that's right you have to be educated this is not a time in history where you just can sit back and say oh whatever you can't say right. whatever because this whatever the next thing you know tanks will be marching down the street and you think <laughs> no i'm not they have nope, you're right all across this country ready to go i believe it's for the tribulation but i'm not sure it could be before it could mm-hmm. be before mm-hmm. China's putting people in internment camps and it's a tribulation hasn't started yet that I've seen. Yeah. So the COVID, the vaccines, the testing for COVID, all that is designed to hurt you physically. Mm-hmm. And they have two categories of people. I believe that they want to, do due to us one cat first category is they want to kill the weak and infirmed right that's why this disease is 
has killed so many elderly people because their immune system. And let me tell you right now, I'm not a doctor. I, I, I'm, I'm not. But from just what I can see, this is a bad flu. Of course, the flu is going to kill elderly because they have no immune system. So mm-hmm. it's like a really bad flu directed and targeted toward a certain group of people in our in our world. And it, mm-hmm. as you know, that's why so many died in New York. I believe they got some type of virus. It could have been COVID or a super flu or whatever it was. It did target them. It doesn't target people that are healthy. So they know they can't kill the healthy ones. So what do they do? They make a vaccine, and now they're pushing the vaccine day on teenagers. Yeah, saw that. And I'm like, they got the best immune system ever. I wish I had their immune system and their energy and their their brain cells. <laughs> yeah. But, well, maybe I take that back. The brain cells aren't quite there because they're teenagers. So that's another story. So, <laughs> but they're our next generation. But why are they targeting them? Because they want them sick. They they know they pretty much know they have a harder time killing a teenager with the virus and the vaccines. But if they can get it into them early, as they grow up, they're going to have chronic problems. And what's right. that mean? That means it's going to fund their projects through pharma. The mm-hmm. hospitals and pharma will, this generation, I'd say from, you know, the, from the infant until the twenties, that age group is what's going to be the moneymaker for the pharma. So it's like in Oregon, they do the clear cut with the, with the lumber, right? With the trees, they go in mm-hmm. and cut a whole side down. They go back and they replant it because they, they got to have trees in 15 or 20 years. Right. They just, they're, they're cutting the elderly. And they're replanting it with the young. So in 15 to 20, 30 years. Um, when the young are elderly or older. When the young yeah. elderly, they have a whole new economic base of people relying on welfare and uh, government programs and government health care system and, the, and has to go in the pharmacy. They're going to be you and me in 30 or 40 years. Yeah. But the difference is they're going to have something put in them artificial that's going to progressively get worse and worse and worse and worse. And mm-hmm. I, I believe it was in the 40s and 50s, uh, canned food was put in aluminum. I think it was aluminum. And it was getting people uh, high. Uh, Alzheimer's and dementia started in the 30s and 40s. Before the 30s and 40s, there wasn't a lot of uh, Alzheimer's and dementia in our country. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Well, I can't prove it, but I just say they started canning food. The farms started bringing their products to huge stores. Mm-hmm. Okay, about years ago it wasn't huge stores; it was little markets, and you'd have to go there to get your stuff and then make it yourself. Right. And canned, you put it in a jar, not a can. They started putting stuff in aluminum cans. Aluminum is not good for you. Right. And it started getting into people's systems in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. In the 50s, 60s, and 70s, there's an outbreak of Alzheimer's and dementia, which is still going on. Hmm. And it's mostly our generation and our Dave and I's mom's generation. The new generation mm-hmm. is going to be something different. It's going to be the COVID vaccine. It's going to be right. bios. It's going to be, well, you know, that, all this stuff. That, that on top of the aluminum and everything else that they're getting. So they're going to be probably even worse off than, than us, you know, because they, they've got had the aluminum all their lives. I mean, I've seen people guzzling cans of Coke and stuff like that. Uh, no, I'm not against Coke. Um, I've just used that as an example. But, uh, you know, and then uh, eating all kinds of foods. is, And it's even some of the candy bars are written are wrapped in what looks like an aluminized paper, mm-hmm. you know. 
And uh, man, it's bad. Hey, Brian, um, speaking of that sludge, I don't know if you read this, but supposedly there's plans to um, take the the bodies of people that died of COVID and put them in this like chemical, which kind of dissolves the flesh and the bones and into nothing. And then the flesh, yeah, the flesh that out into the, into the waters and stuff like that. That's pretty freaky. That's kind of soil and green freaky, you know, they're actually doing that. They're actually in the morgues and stuff. If it's an unidentified body that has no relatives and nobody claims it, that's exactly what they do. They take the body, they dissolve it. And they wash a lot of it down the drain, and a lot of it they, gosh, I can't even. I'm talking about this, but they put it in garbage bags and throw it in the landfill. Yeah. And then, and then, that goes down into our water system, and whatever else washes down the drain goes into our water system, and so you're literally got a human uh, decaying bodies being put into our water system, not counting the aborted babies. And, and the chemicals and, that they use to the, do it. <laughs> like I said, 80,000 chemicals. So they know this. And I encourage people who are listening and watching to research this for yourself. And I saw this the other day. I heard about it. And I started thinking, COVID is almost like a smoke screen to re- what they're really doing. And uh-huh. so, because um, you can you can affect a lot more people by doing this than you can making people go get a shot. Yeah, that's true. You know, so um, anyway, it's just... It's just, uh, I remember the good old days when we, if I was on a program, like we do something, like we would talk about, you know, politics and who's going to be the next governor and what's he, what's he believe and, you know, or man, you know, oh, those 49ers, man, they need a new quarterback and, you know, whatever. And now we're talking uh-huh. about five-edge vaccines, nanobots put in our body to control us. And uh-huh. so it's just... <laughs> You know, when he said at the time of Noah would be like a Noah's time would be our time. It'd be like the times of Noah in Matthew 24. Right. It must have been really bad back then, because if this is like the times of Noah, what in the world were they doing? Yeah. Well, they were that, eating each other back then. Yeah. World. I think mm-hmm. it was more than just physical sin. I mean, I think it was I think mankind back there because of the Nephilim were stepping over the bounds of into the bounds of. Godlike activities in their mind, mm-hmm. that's cloning, right. uh, mixing DNA with metal to make an actual robot that's got a human intellect, and that's another thing we need to talk about because they're doing that. Yeah, they're actually yeah, doing that. AI, I robots, just like the Will Smith movie. They're actually working on that. Uh, it's not quite as you know sophisticated, but they're attempting to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're putting human DNA with frogs. And and breeding a frog with a human heart or a pig with a human heart. Right. They're, they've been doing that for a long time. Remember mm-hmm. what, what the sheep that was cloned? It made a dolly. Huge, that was dolly. Like years ago, right? Dolly was, the sheep. Dolly yeah. the sheep. That yeah. was thirty years ago, right, Dave? But you know what? Dolly died early because they the sheep that they took it from the yeah. DNA was an older sheep and dolly inherited the older genes and was old she was old when she was born basically. so okay. yeah they, uh you can't mess with with god's genetic code i'm sorry I, know. Yeah. I, I think you know the cloning has probably been uh you know precision now it's probably pretty good now you know mm-hmm. i'm assuming so anyway enough about that it's just um this COVID 
is a smokescreen for them to get money to pass other laws to do other things to us. Uh, in the new age, we talked about they want to get the population of the world down to about a half a billion ish. Right. So you have to, in, unless you do nuclear war, but they don't want total nuclear war because then because that wrecks stuff. They want some of the cities intact. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's interesting. The very thing that they are going to want to do is what we were going to talk about tonight. I think a little bit the false. Uh, the Pope and the false prophet and Antichrist. Mm-hmm. At the end of the tribulation, at the end of the seven years, it says in the scriptures that the world is so depopulated that man is precious upon the land. He's like, there's hardly anybody. I mean, there's a lot of people left, obviously, because of the Battle of Armageddon. But man is like almost extinct by the time the Lord comes back. It even says that if Jesus didn't return to be no one left. He literally has to come and save the day. Revelation 19 verses 11 through 18. I think that is the second coming. And he has to come back or everybody would be killed. Yeah. He's going to shorten time as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow is the eclipse. I think at four 30 in the morning. Well, that's right. The 25th. Yeah. The 25th or 26th. I got to look it up, but it's tomorrow. If it's not cloudy, I'll get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big if. <laughs> hey, um, while we're on the subject, um, a couple of things. I don't know if you know what's going on in India, but um, they've, they've started, uh, I think, well, let me just click on this because that would be an easier instead of trying to put words into it. Um, they've been finding a lot of bodies in the Ganges River. Um, it runs through uh, India and down, down down into Pakistan and down to the Indian Ocean, right. and it's it's because of uh, they they normally find bodies in there, but it's because of COVID nineteen. Um, I, I don't know. I can't. I, I should have jotted down the numbers, but there's there's tons of bodies in the. Um, they've given out 186 million vaccinations th- throughout the country um, since January of this year, <coughs> and. Um, Anyway, it's just it's just terrible because India, you know, Indians are good people. I like them. I've worked with a lot of them, you know, yeah. and um, they're very very sincere. Um, I wouldn't cling on to their religion or anything like that, but they're they're definitely nice people. And um, so the river is fifteen hundred and sixty miles long, and uh, there's bodies washing up all over the place. As a matter of fact. People aren't even going into the Ganges anymore to, to wash themselves. That's a ceremonial thing because of all the um, the bodies that are in it. But um, there's like tuberculosis, malaria. It's, it's running rampant in India now because all these people are getting these shots and their immune systems are gone because of the shots. So everything that they were sort of resistant to, maybe uh, the tuberculosis uh, or the um, – well, malaria comes with mosquitoes, so you really can't be resistant to that. But other diseases, too. They were talking about the plague, bubonic plague, and typhus, scrub typhus, they called it. Right. Uh, it's all it's all starting to really go through India like there's no tomorrow. And um, I even put on a face or a telegram last night, we need to pray for India. Um, but uh, so... I mean, if they're trying to accomplish the, the extermination of humans, it's uh, we should look to India and see what's happening there because uh, 
you know, those a lot of people in India already have a diminished immune system. You know, they don't get all the uh, the health care that we get. You right. know, and they, they still have a caste system in India where um, and, and to the to their shame, sort of, it's the lighter that you are in skin color in India, the more evolved you are, supposedly. So they have the three three uh, different castes. There's the high caste, the medium caste, and uh, um, they, they have another caste they, they basically call the throwaways. Right. And those those people live in villages with by themselves, and nobody wants to talk to them or anything else. Well, there's been a lot of uh, revivals in that area, and people are getting saved left and right in that area. Um but uh, so India is um, kind of a look, look and see what's happening in India, because someday it's going to happen here. I mean, the, the immune systems already here are, are being um, taxed uh, through many things, you know, and, and, you know, air pollution messes with your lungs, you know, and yeah. and then you, you were talking about drinking chemicals that messes with your digestive system, and other parts of your body, because that sends stuff everywhere. Um, the spraying in the sky, the chemtrails. You know, yeah. there's biologicals in there. There's there's radioactive agents in there and the whole nine yards. We're breathing that in all the time. And I thought for when Trump was president, there wasn't a, as much chemtrailing as there is now. They've really stepped it up again. So they're they're attacking us through our lungs they're attacking us through our stomachs. Um, every way that they can get into our bodies, they're trying to do it. And supposedly there's nanobots in the, in the uh, chemtrails, too. But um, oh, wow. Yeah, but um, and then don't forget that falls on the plants, you know. So yeah. when you eat vegetables and stuff, you're you're eating that. Um, wash your vegetables, really good, folks. And things like baby carrots and like Brian mentioned the um, the humongous strawberries and stuff like that. Um, they could say non-GMO all they want. I'm sorry, but they're GMO. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> because that's not normal. That's that's Franken food. And uh, so if you see something that's not normal, like little tiny little baby carrots or um, or strawberries or, or something that's well, if you're younger, you probably don't even know anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, that's a normal thing. So um, yeah, go to a health food store or something and just ask them what's normal, um, even if it's a hippie store or something, because they know <laughs> they really do. They've known for years. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. Years so, ago. That's right. So anyway, there was that. And um, no, where is Tell me I just got rid of it. Oh, no, no. Here we go. Uh, come on. We can do this. I was listening to a, a rabbi the other day. Uh, he's really with it. And boy, I'll tell you, if any rabbi is going to come to the Lord, it's that guy. Um but he was talking about everybody's like, oh, let's just all get together and come by and, you know, and we can beat this thing. And he goes, no, you don't understand. You can't beat this thing. <laughs> it's not that, not that way. You got to fight against. Well, anyway, uh, we're, another thing I wanted to share is um, I don't know, um, folks, if you're younger than than us, uh, you probably don't know who Jonas Salk was. He He invented the original polio vaccine. People that are 10 years and older than, than Brian and I, so that would put them in their 70s, um, and my mother's generation for sure, uh, polio was going around like crazy, and, and it was maiming people, killing people. Uh, sometimes you see people that have leg braces, probably not much anymore, uh, because a lot of people our age have been passing away. But um, 
So anyway, Jonas Salk made the uh, the, the uh, original polio vaccine. I remember it was a couple of drops under the tongue or something. And uh, so the Salk Institute, which is named after him, and, and they're really into vaccinations, okay? They, they, they've studied them. They know all about them. And they came out the other day and said uh, the Salk Institute reveals that the COVID spike protein is what's causing the deadly blood clots. And it's not just one vaccine. It's all the vaccines. Right. And, and, and you got to understand, this is not a lung thing, okay? This is a vascular thing. This is your veins and your arteries and your capillaries and everything else. Um, your body is kind of like a plumbing system. Um, you know, your digestive system is a plumbing system for sure. You know, you, you eat, you take in, you eat, and it, it comes out. And uh, you get little rid of liquids and solids that way. Well, the, you know, plumbing system works that way too. You got your fresh water in and you're in your, um, your uh, drainage out. Uh, but the... Um, the cardiovascular system is amazing. You should study it sometime. It's just and, and try to tell me that that happened by accident. It's impossible. Yeah. Um, but uh, so your body, you know, you, you take in stuff through your lungs, and uh, then it it goes into your blood, and it gets pumped throughout your body, and your blood your blood takes the um, the bad stuff that is in your cells, not the bad, but the waste, and pumps it to your uh, to your kidneys and then it goes to your heart i can't remember but somehow it goes to your kidneys and your liver and and things are filtered out that way but um anyway so what this thing does is that these vaccines they cause proteins to to be um or enzymes i'm sorry enzymes to be produced that cause blood clots and so that's why you know the people with the lungs they were intubating them and nothing was happening as a matter of fact they were dying faster with the tubes in mm -hmm. um they were treating it like a lung problem where it isn't. It's causing blood clots in the lung. And that's, you know, last thing you want to do is force air into something like that. Um, you want to blood clots like that have to be dissolved. So um, what's that one drug that they, they have out on the market that uh, the, uh, uh, the NIH uh, said that, they, well, you know, there's the, uh, the, the cocktail, the Zithromax and uh, Plaquenil. Or hydrochloroquine is another name for that. And then there's um, ivermectin. And if I'm not mistaken, ivermectin is used uh, for, for for blood situations like that. And uh, so what they should have been doing is pumping these people full of um, either heparin or warfarin or whatever so that the blood clots would dissolve. And hopefully they're learning their lessons from that. But that's what's happening in India. A lot of people are are getting um, bad blood clots. They're getting strokes. The blood clot moves up to the brain or goes into the lungs, and it's a pulmonary embolism. That can kill you real quick um, unless you get to a good doctor and, and get it taken care of. But um, there's just – I think that if, if doctors would just recognize that and realize that, and I think a lot of them do, as do the doctors at the Salk Institute – but, uh, you know, and the interesting thing is that, uh, and I, I wrote a paper yesterday, why Jews shouldn't get the uh, vaccine. Because if you talk to any rabbi, they're going to try to invite you in and tell you to do it because you're doing a mitzvah. If you don't get sick, you don't get somebody else sick, and that's a good thing. But there are rabbis out there that are starting to wake up and come out against this thing. But anyway, um, it, it's, uh, I, I, I wrote a paper about this, and, uh, the whole thing is that uh, 
you got to think for yourself, okay? You, you can't – I've had numerous doctors tell me that um, the vaccine is a good thing to get. I had one doctor one day we were talking, about, I said, I'm not getting it. She goes, well, I didn't either. Mm. But she says, but I have to I have to give it out. It's part of my job. You know, boy, what a – man, what a dilemma to be in that you have to yeah. do something that you don't believe in. Right. Um, that's kind of why I got out of, you know, I, I retired early because I, I started to realize that um, passing out medications is not the answer necessarily, you know, and the answers could be several different things. Instead of treating the symptoms, treat the disease. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, so anyway, we just have to, uh, you know, if you do get this thing, whatever it is, I'm not so sure it's a virus, but whatever. Um, just find someone or, you know, find someone ahead of time because once you got it, <laughs> it doesn't do you yeah. good. But, um, you know, find a doctor that wants to explore alternate, alternative, um, alternate realities or alternate, alternate means of treating this disease or infection. Um, because it's not in the lungs, it's in the vascular system, the veins, the arteries and everything else. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm at a loss for words kind of because I, I, you know, when you kind of know that when you're <laughs> a lowly nurse and you know the answer that all the doctors should know, it's really frustrating sometimes to see um, doctors prescribing this medication, this, this inoculation, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, and being brainwashed to believe that this thing is doing some good, you know, and uh but uh, the part that I wanted to say is that um, now I remember just now is that uh, the, the drug companies have no indemnity when it comes to this. If if you get the COVID vaccine and it kills you somehow, you can't sue the drug companies. They've have actually there's actually a law where you cannot sue the drug companies. And boy, they must have lobbied. And why would you lobby for something like that unless you knew that what you were giving out to people was something that could harm them? Mm-hmm. You know. That's the only reason you would, because if you were giving out something you knew worked 90% of the time, you wouldn't worry about that. You wouldn't need that law. So, um, and, and looking at the Torah, um, which is a lot of Christians call it the law, um, one of the provisions of it, it's, it's a give and take thing. You know, um, if you, if you, well, if you hurt your neighbor's cattle or something like that, or cow to where it died, you had to replace that cow. There was a, a consequence for all your actions, which I is sorely missing in our society these yeah. days. And um, so, and part of it is that every party has a, an equal share in the blame, so to speak. Um, should they be part of the, the situation? Um so, but the, what the drug companies do by not being liable for for the vaccines is they've 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 broken that covenant. So, and the only way that you really sign on to that covenant is if you take the shot. It's basically signing on the line and saying, "I agree," you know, because you're making a, a conscious, um, informed decision, supposedly based on what you've heard, but you've heard lies, so right. you're being du- double duped and. Um, so that's that's my excuse. You know, it's, it's one of them anyway, that and injecting uh, foreign e- organisms into my body to change my DNA. And uh, so that's a big one right there. <laughs> yeah. 
my DNA's messed up enough. I don't need anything else. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so I just wanted to add those couple of things. But um, the focus tonight, and and I'm glad that we we talked about all this stuff. I really am because it kind of was a precursor to what we're going to talk about. Um, is that mankind, men, irreligious men, I should say. Um, often because they're humanists, they have to make what they do into religion. Let me give you an example. Uh, evolution, okay? It's still a theory. It's still called a theory of evolution, which means we don't know if it's true or not. We think it is, but we don't know. We can't prove it. And if they could have proved it, it would be the law of evolution. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, so what do you, who do you have in this? Well, you have the you have the, the top scientists, the anthropologists, the archaeologists who are basically the, the gods. Well, evolution is the god. Well, they're, they're the, like the prophets of the uh, of evolution. And then you've got the teachers that teach evolution. They're um, basically um, the uh, what I'm trying to, what's that word when you go out and plant churches? Church planting. Um, yeah, but there's a. a <laughs> There's a, an office in the church that's uh, oh, yeah. Um, apostle. Uh, yeah, apostle. They're basically mm-hmm. the apostles, and um, and you go all the way down the line until you get to your you common everyday uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry, and right. Harriet, Joan, and whatever. I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, so there's a hierarchy there of belief, and if you believe in something that you've never seen, that's called faith. Because faith is the belief in things unseen, the substance of things hoped for. They're hoping to displant. Uh, uh, they're hoping to take God off the throne. Let's put it that way, and replace him with something else. But the problem with evolution is there's not enough time. Okay, there's not enough time for it to happen because there's got to be billions, if not trillions, of mutations that had to happen in organisms to get from a single cell amoeba, let's say, or paramecium or whatever to a human being and there's just too complex a design yes and it is a design and um so now they're they they know that they're in a kind of hot water because people have become wise evolution so now what they've done is they're they're turning to extraterrestrials and to the um metaphysics to explain evolution and yeah okay so the aliens came and seeded the earth Okay, that's fine, but who made the aliens? Okay, okay, other aliens made. Okay, well, who made those aliens? And it, you know, it's a a vicious circle basically that mm-hmm. is never really completed. It's always like this, you know. And I'm sorry, that doesn't work. Or uh, what's the other uh, thing? The UFO cult. You know, you you got the uh, the deity is the the uh, aliens, supposed aliens. We know they're fallen angels, and and they want to be seen as deities. Um, and then you got the the serious researcher that's up there is basically like the Pope or or um, another high figure in a, in a religious um, sort of manner. Then you have cardinals, which are a little lower. And then uh, you have the guys that go out and speak um, at all these conferences. They're the prophets. And uh, then you ha- you go all the way down to the common guy that thinks that has been inculcated to think now that that uh, we're the product of star uh, star seeding or um, or, you know, basically a cosmic evolution or something like that, and that these things are all coming back to take care of us. And there's then there's other prophets that are um, channeling these supposed things. Uh, we know that they're channeling demons, but, you know, 
what have you. But um, so how does this all work with the COVID thing? Um, well, I, you think I should read my my COVID nine my COVID nineteen uh, thirteen commandments? Um, I think you should. I think it'd be great. It's okay, awesome. you're all you're all familiar with the Ten Commandments. I hope you are, uh, but if you're not, they're the the basic foundation of commandments that the rest of the law lies on. The, the Jewish law that later evolved into uh, Christianity. Um, there's a good word for evolve. Um, but uh, so anyway, the Ten Commandments are basically the first three have to do with God. You know how you're supposed to to communicate or have a relationship with God, and the rest of them are, are person to person. And um, so anyway, I, I made 13 because 13 is an occult number, and, and so is uh, all the all the people that are perpetuating this uh, pandemic. Yes, it is a pandemic. Um, so the 13 commandments. I am the COVID the COVID pandemic that brought you into bondage. Hasn't it brought us into bondage, folks? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do anything without thinking about a mask. You can't, you know, you constantly got to think about washing your hands, about getting caught not wearing a mask. You know, it's, man, it's terrible. Number two, thou shalt use no other cure but the mRNA vaccine. <laughs> okay. And that's true. You know, there there have been other things that have been proposed, but according to the cult, uh, the COVID cult, these these other things are false gods. Uh, number three, thou shalt not use the name of COVID in vain. Ooh, you better not talk against it. You better not curse it. My goodness, you'll you really be uh, they'll really come down on you for that. Uh, mm-hmm. And you were talking about that earlier, how Facebook had those algorithms and mm-hmm. and uh, those two whistleblowers are out now saying saying that. I think they said it on Fox tonight, Brian. Yeah, on Hannity. Hannity, yeah, we can always cl- count on him and COVID. It might have been Tucker. I don't remember now. It's Hannity or Tucker. Okay, so they're they're both in the same camp, so that's good. Yeah, a lot of people listen to them. Um, number four, thou shalt listen to none other than the CDC, WHO, and NIH. Number five, thou shalt honor thy vaccination days and keep them holy. My goodness, I've seen people holding up little placards. I got my vaccination. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man! It's like show and tell time in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go um, off your Porsche or BMW. Now it's your vaccination card. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, thou shalt obey thy government and medical system. Number seven, thou shalt not murmur. And then in the original Ten Commandments, it's murder. So I thought that that was kind of neat. Anyway, yeah. number eight, thou shalt monitor thy neighbor, demean the unvaccinated, and call the authorities against dissenters. A uh, little store next door got fined one day because somebody walked. It happened to be an OSHA guy around, and somebody walked in without a mask. You know what was he just supposed to do? You know the guy was in there before anything could happen, and you know, bam, they got him. And there are people that are informing on other people too, um, which is what they did in World War Two. Um, yeah, those, those Nazi sympathizers. Uh, number nine: Thou shalt mask thyself. Number ten: Thou, thou shalt. <laughs> Thou shalt maintain a 3.333 cubits amidst each other. That's six feet. Um, number 11, thou shalt wash it thy hands and useth Perel no less than 40 times a day. Number 12, thou shalt listen to no media other than the mainstream media. 
And number 13, now shall be only socialists, communists, and progressives. Now, in the in the original Ten Commandments, God puts a little something down at the bottom of this. Where he says something like, you know, if you decide to follow me this day, you know, and honor these things. Anyway, so I, I did a little something with that, too. Uh, and if you, O COVID cult, will obey these commandments, which I give you today, and if you will remain mindless, useful idiots, then I, I COVID, will hear from Wuhan and bless you with abundant viruses and all manner of biological weapons. I will bless you with an authoritarian government and place and place a heavier load upon you because you love COVID and honor me. But if you this day turn against the COVID, your God, I will curse you with freedom, sovereignty, liberty, and heap upon you more common sense than you ever had before this day. <laughs> uh, and then as, as an aside, I put, uh, you know how the, um, the Islamics always sail out, um, Muhammad, uh, Allah is God and Muhammad is his prophet. Why? Kova is God and Fauci is the prophet. <laughs> so, um, anyway, there's a lot of truth in that. You know, it, it's, if you go, if you go to a store, Brian, and you've had this happen, um, a few weeks ago, I went to, um, uh, what was it? Winco. Uh, it's a really good store here in Oregon. I think it's in other places too, but, um, it's kind of like a, in between a big box store and a supermarket. And, um, so I was in there and I walked in and I, I forgot my mask. And so the lady at the register, Oh, sir, do you want a mask? And I said, Oh, you know, I got them out in the car. I'll go out. She goes, no, she says, I'll give you one right here. I said, okay. So I put it on. I apologized. I said, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I always wear one. I just forgot to wear it. Um, and I, you know, folks, I only do that to make them feel better. You know, I, I don't do it because I believe that it's necessary, but you know, we all have to bend a little bit to get along in this world. But, um, I noticed that there was an older couple, probably in their 70s, maybe their early 80s. They were kind of huddling in a corner right by the front door. And so after I put the mask on, as as I was walking by, I heard him say, it's okay, dear. He's wearing a mask now. And I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, you're older than me, and you buy into this stuff, you know? <laughs> anyway, that's the kind of stuff you have to put up with. You know, we, I was offending their religion, basically. I was I was transgressing their belief system and um and i was like okay well i gotta excuse them because basically they're the communists in russia used to have a word for people like that they used to call them useful idiots you know it's it's people that bought into the system and defended it even though they didn't know what the system was all about and um and i don't purposefully want to call people idiots but you know after a while you know you got to wonder if people have all their senses about them if they're if they're totally there if they're if they're, if they're half a bubble off or have one wheel in the sand you know it's uh it's it's just crazy so um huh one wheel in the sand i like that analogy it's good yeah. or only operating on eight six cylinders or four yeah. cylinders anyway uh but uh so, you know, it's this is turning into a religious, almost like a religious war. And I don't know if you heard, but the uh, the governor of Oregon. <laughs> oh, God help us. God help us in Oregon. Um, has actually said that people in stores now and in churches have to ask everybody coming in if they've got received the vaccine. That's a HIPAA violation. It's a HIPAA violation, and it's a violation of the uh, the, the First Amendment too. Yeah, 
uh, or is it? The, I can't remember the freedom of uh, freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. You know, the government shall impose no religion upon the people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's imposing a religion upon people. Mm-hmm. And that'd wow. be a good excuse for getting out of it too, when you think about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, it's just it's crazy. It really is. And you know, the rest of the country, you know, except for the east and west coast, is getting along with their lives. You know, they're they're going on. They're moving on. They're they're not wearing masks anymore. But man, California, Oregon, Washington, and the Northeast. Um, and some of the mid-Atlantic states do. It's I don't know what's going on. It's like breathe the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we saw a guy. Um, what was it Junction City? Yeah, we saw a guy in Junction City yesterday, Brian, and he had I think an American flag, and he had a little sign that said "Free the face." <laughs> and I'm like, that is so awesome. I love it. <laughs> Free the face. Free the oh. face. So wow. she really quick should make some um, bumper stickers and hand them out. But um, anyway, this is craziness. It's it's ludicrous. It's it's beyond ludicrous. It's it's undefinable and, and it's stupidity. You know, yeah. um, it's I, I don't know. It's I, I've never seen it. You know, I think it's um, there's a scripture that talks about uh, people because of their sin will be given over to. Uh, fables and mm-hmm. uh, and various lusts and stuff like that and and that's what I'm, I'm seeing what you're seeing you know there this is a fable and it's a fable that's that's out there and it's been being promoted as a true story like you said to, to gain control um, because all these people that are doing this they're rich okay all the senators all the congressmen they're rich uh, most of them anyway um, the news moguls they're all rich and there's only one thing that you lack when you're rich, and that's power. And so when you got all the money that you want, you start lusting after power. You start thirsting after it. And that's what they're doing. And you hit the yeah. nail right on the head when you said that. They're, they're mm-hmm. lusting and thirsting after mammon, or at mammon's money, but they're lusting and thirsting after power and authority. And um, my goodness, you know, it's uh, if Trump doesn't come back, we're, we're sunk. Um well, you know, I shouldn't say that because the Lord could could change things around real easy. But um, does He really want to? Do we deserve it as a nation, as a people? You know, real believers. You know, we we see what's going on, and we know. And and uh, I often refer to us as the remnant, and um, we we know what God's doing, or at least we think we do. And um, we know what He wants, what He doesn't want, and everything else. But there's a large segment of Christianity that doesn't know that. They don't know what God wants. They just go to church every Sunday. They sit there. They sing a few songs, listen to a sermon, not kind of half-heartedly. Um, and then they say amen, and, and they're out the door. You know, it's it's more of an obligation, just like fire insurance or something, to mm-hmm. keep yourself out of hell. But, um, but what kind of reward do you have afterwards when you're like that? I don't know. Right. I'm not doing it for a word anyway, but I'd like to hear if well done, good and faithful servant. Um, mm-hmm. But um, it's just, I don't know. It's I've never seen craziness like this before. And perhaps this, this perhaps this is what people in Germany, the, the few good people that were in Germany at the time, saw. Like um, 
I can't remember, there was a couple of pastors that wrote some really neat stuff during that time. They were both killed. Um, but it's almost like I, we're living in that time, you know, where where the, the Nazi party, and, and you could compare a lot of these people to Nazis real easy, you know. Um, it's like we're watching the Nazi party start all over again, and instead of using the Jews yet, I have it's not over yet. So, um, as as casting demonic um, casting was demonic entities, mm-hmm. uh, they're using COVID, but they're using the people that don't take the shot and those that speak out against it as basically as the Jews were used in, in Nazi Germany. Yeah. And um, so, what's next? You know, do we are we going to be put in concentration camps, FEMA camps? Um, or as Hillary Clinton called them, love camps or uh, <laughs> friendly camps or something like that. <laughs> Happy camps. That's what she Happy said. Camp. Yeah. And, um, you know, is that what's next? I mean, uh, what about ovens? You know, are we are we destined for ovens? I don't know. Um, hopefully. And, you know, I know that we, we kind of differ on the timing of the rapture, but I hope you're right. I really do. I'm I'm banking on that you are. Um, (laughs) Because the way things are going, I really don't want to be around when all this comes down. I know. know? And and it's coming quick. It's coming like a freight train, you know, 90 miles an hour down the track. Yeah. We watched a video the other day, um, and it was this guy. He... I wish I could be an artist like this guy. He could draw people real fast. I mean, it was sped up, of course, but you know, he was drawing people and things and stuff like that, and using them as uh, um, props for what he was saying. And um, you know, taking the prophecies of Daniel and uh, and looking at some other scripture, he has determined that um, in his eyes that the rapture could happen any time. Well, we know that, but. It could be as soon as 2022, you know, and because um, he, he went through the whole year thing and he explained it quite eloquently um, so that anybody could understand it. Um, but it, it really made me take pause and think, you know, this, you know, this is this could happen any time now, you know, and uh, it's just <clears throat> I'm just hoping, <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh Looking forward to it, no matter when it is. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, it's uh, it's crazy, and, and and I'll say it again: I don't understand, and I don't want to understand. Okay, Lord, so don't teach me a lesson for, for you know to to help me to understand. I did that one time. I I said, how could the Jews walk away after all the things that they ever saw? You know, and right after that, I backslid for four years. <laughs> So he's like, okay, you want to know? I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, um, so <laughs> folks, if, if you don't know Yeshua or Jesus and you're going through all this, I, you know, send, send us an email or something or, you know, reply to this video on, on, um, on the format and, and, or, you know, write to us from Spreaker because some of you are going to be listening to this instead of watching it. Um, it rumbles what I was talking about. But anyway, um, and write to us and tell us how you're getting along with the fear that they're putting in, um, into injecting into society and into you and into everybody else. 
but how are you putting up with it or uh, handling it is better probably word uh, without having faith, knowing that there's there's someone higher taking care of this whole situation, I'd really like to know because I I don't, and I'm not trying to make light of it or or cast dispersion upon you or anything. I just like to know, you know, I, I couldn't do it. I, I really couldn't. I I need to have the the assurance, the blessed assurance, that there's someone watching out for me, that um, that he's got nothing but good intended for me. And that um, no matter what people throw at me, he's there to kind of block their blows. And, um, you know, if you don't have to write, but if, you know, if you feel the the unction to write, go ahead and do it. Because I I definitely like to know. And um, I, I'll give it to you, Brian. I'm kind of tapped out. <laughs> no, I just, I, yeah, it was good. It was just, it's ditto, ditto, ditto. Um I just wanted to go back for a moment before we move on a little bit to, because I said a lot in the last segment, but I want to go back to just the COVID vaccine for a minute. Um, there's a website, and why is this? There's a it's a shocker. Why is this substance in the Moderna COVID vaccine? And I'm going to read to you what's in that vaccine. Just one ingredient, okay? Because mm-hmm. we talk about how bad it is, but why is it bad? What's exactly in it? And that's what they're not telling us, right? Right. Uh, what's exactly? Um, chart shows. Let's see. Um, just one vaccine. Um, and this is on. This is by John Rapport, May nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Is this article? And just go to halfway and see. Sorry, guys. I'm on. The, I'm going off my iPhone. It's small. I can't really see even with glasses. So, uh, uh, okay, here it is. Um, chemical. Okay, there's a chemical in there that's on the MSDS safety sheet. If you don't know what MSDS is, Material Safety Data Sheet. Every fire department in the country has that in all their vehicles. So when they pull up to a fire, that's a chemical fire or a tanker truck, they can see with binoculars a placard, placard on the building of the truck. You probably have seen them on buildings. They're triangle-shaped, and they have different colors and numbers. So you, you look at that placard with binoculars, and it gives a number. It gives a color. You, you coincide that with what's in the book. The page is a certain color, and then the number of the page and what's in it. It tells you all the chemicals, what that chemical does, how far you need to evacuate, uh, if it can kill you or just make you sick, and it's got this, all these details. So this is what the fire department has. So one of the chemicals, ingredients of the Moderna is on the material safety data sheet. Wow. Just think about that, folks. Think about that. That's And this is, uh, um, yeah, and it's, uh, let's see, and it's OSHA. It's OSHA material safety data sheet. Um, oh, uh, April 11, 2021, this data sheet lists the effects of, and this is what it's called, excuse my vocabulary, I'm a little tired, it's called SM102. Here is the opening note. This is the opening note for this chemical in the material safety data sheet, okay? This is what it says. For research only, not for human or veterinary use. Far from comforting. This is the, the article. It says, this 
This uh, Then the safety data sheet lights up with adverse effects warning of the SM-102, for example, suspected of causing cancer, suspected of damaging fertility of unborn children, causes damage to the central nervous system, the kidneys, the liver, the respiratory system through prolonged or repeated exposure, very toxic to aquatic life and long-lasting effects. This is a chemical that is put in the Moderna vaccination. Okay, mm-hmm. several things to point out here. First, what do, what doses level of and what duration of exposure to the SM102 um, are we talking about? Details on these toxicity factors need to be known. However, all that is overridden by the fact that the SM102 is being injected into the body via the Moderna shot. We, we're not just talking about inhalation or skin contact. To see with chemicals in the fire department, <coughs> you don't you don't usually ingest them. They come into your mouth or they get on your skin and they can get you sick. That's why firefighters uh, and uh, and uh, um, hazardous material responders wear special suits. But mm-hmm. uh, so in your in your skin, if you get the chemical on there, that's a defense. Then it's got to go into your liver and it's got to go in your bloodstream. It has a ways to go to really get to you. It doesn't just kill you at that moment, but it takes a minute. Okay. But when they're injecting this chemical that they're talking about here, they direct, inject it directly into your bloodstream. Your body has no defenses against it. None. And this mm-hmm. is what they're putting in us or not us, but others. Um, Let's see. Several things to point out here. First, what? Okay, I read that. Okay, obviously the human body has layers of defense against attack with injection. A number of those layers are bypassed, which I just spoke about. Mm-hmm. And once deep within the body, where where does the SM102 travel as it causes damage along the way? I doubt that the Cayman safety sheet even considered the possibility of the SM102 would be injected. The experts and authorities will assure us SM-102 is safe. They only see only minuscule amounts are being injected. They'll say the clinical trials of the vaccine revealed no problem. They'll, they'll pair it over and over again as they always do, safe and effective. You're walking along a country path. You see a snake lying just ahead of you. He slowly raises his head and looks at you. On his hood, you read the words, emergency use authorization granted. Oh, so, that's good. So, folks, this this one chemical is on a material safety data sheet of every fire department in America, in case you want to get around this. They're putting minuscule, air quote, in this. Who's the, how much is minuscule? And why in the world would that help us kill a virus in our body? It's bad. It kills fish, destroys your immune system. It just gives you cancer. But yet this, they want to they go out and get, oh, I got my shot today. You see my card and you put it on Facebook. And you know how people used to do the Instagram. They take a picture of the food on their table at the restaurant. Look what I'm at right. today. Now people are doing that with their cards. Look at, I got this card. It, your mom's would just sit. That's your death certificate. Yeah. You just sign exactly. your own death certificate. Just say you, you normally would have lived to be 90. Now you might live to be 50 mm-hmm. or 40 or 20 or 60. Who knows? But you just you just put something that kills fish and causes cancer in your body, minuscule or not. Who determines it's minuscule? So and then I had uh, another one here um, I want to just follow up on. 
uh, and I talked about the human sludge, and I got this off Natural News, Dave. Uh huh. The, the the non-GMO foods being grown in human sewage sludge and sprayed with glyphosate and pesticides. This is uh, Natural News. As the food babe has currently pointed out, foods labeled non-GMO are still grown in human sewage sludge and sprayed with glyphosate and pesticides, with 20 U.S. states now legalizing the dissolving of dead human bodies and flushing them into the municipal sewer system. The human flesh goo phenomenon is now a fact that human flesh goo, human sewage, is being spread on far food farms across America to grow food that can be labeled a non-GMO. The wow. non-GMO project verified foods can be grown in bio sludge that contains used feminine hygiene products such as tampons, dissolved bodies of human infected with COVID spike proteins, uh, light industrial waste from hospitals and dental offices, birth control pills, and other hazardous substances that are flushed into the municipal sewer system. The spreading of bio sludge on food crops across America is fully documented in my film, Bio Sludge, available to watch for free at biosludge.com. Here's and it was a short trailer. So I don't want to keep going over that. You can look it up yourself. It's on Natural News, which we uh, talked about, which is really good. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, <laughs> COVID didn't work. So the swabs, they didn't work. The vaccines, it's kind of working. Half the country's got it. But they're not everybody's walking off the cliff. And now, yeah. and, and now they're using our food against us. <laughs> you know... Like I said, 20 years ago, if you would have told me all this has happened, I'd say you got a tinfoil hat and you need to go in some hospital somewhere and take some drugs. Right. But but not anymore. Not anymore. And, you know, folks, with all the technology we have with our phones, our laptops, our computers, our, all this stuff, there's no reason we don't know we should be ignorant about this. Right. There's no reason you can't say, oh, I didn't know. They have a phone. Don't Google it. Use uh, DuckDuckGo or some other app that's not going to hide the information and filter it. Um, YouTube, eh, they're not they're not what they used to be, but no. there's ways of finding information out, um, and that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I just I read that the other day. And I go, are you kidding me? I was like gasped. Like, and I and I already know that they've been spraying chemicals on food for decades. I, I get that. But human bio waste sludge from dead bodies that have COVID protein spikes <clears throat> mm-hmm. and baby parts. So, uh, but we wanted to go into a little bit about the Pope. Is that Dave? And well, Antichrist? no, that just that, that was part of the. Um, we can do that, but uh, that okay. was just part of the hierarchy, right. you know, of, of of a religious system and how the um, the COVID cult is uh, right. is mimicking that. But um, you know, you talked about injecting that stuff into your body well i don't know if you know this but i just in india alone there's 19 different very at 19 it's more like 25 i think i can't find it right now but different variants of covid19 over there okay and so yeah you got your covid19 shot and that's really nice but we know that the inoculation doesn't last for long and that the uh, actually kind of kills your immune system. But so what's going to happen? Okay. Well, another variant's going to come around. They're going to say, Oh, you know what? You got to come get a booster. They just you said know? that today on the 
down here in L.A. County. Yeah. Johnson, so Johnson's putting out a booster shot, encouraging people to get three shots. Yeah. So then, okay. One might have to yeah. So you're mm-hmm. putting that chemical into your body again, and then you're putting more spike proteins into your body. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> so I was looking at this article about India, and it says uh, thousands of people are dying from infections every day in India. Well, it happens all the time, right? Uh, right. Many of the deaths are not recorded in any official register. Tuberculosis, typhus, malaria, cholera, influenza, and COVID-19 are just a few of the infectious diseases that are ravaging the nation. Um, it says one rare fungal infection called my- mycomycosis uh, has become an opportunistic in, uh, in people that are receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, mycomycosis is caused by exposure to mucor mold, commonly found in soil, plants, manure, and there you go with the manure, the human waste, mm-hmm. and decaying fruits and vegetables. Another infection that's taken advantage this week uh, of the weak immune systems is scrub typhus. Nearly a million cases are reported every year in Asia. Scrub typhus can affect the central nervous system, cardiovascular system, renal, respiratory, and gastrointestinal, the whole, the whole shebang, leading to pneumonia or death. The most concerning infectious disease is tuberculosis and a host of drug-resistant variants. India has the highest incidence of TB with 2.8 million cases and 435 deaths each year. They're going to see more, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so uh, where was I going with this? I have to remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. I um, I was watching somebody had posted. It was on one of these sites and actually had um, a couple of videos. And one of them was um, a fellow who had uh, received the COVID vaccine. And he was actually laying on a bed convulsing. He was stopping his breathing every once in a while. And his wife or girlfriend or whoever she was was saying, honey, please breathe, you know. And and so, uh, I mean, he was just convulsing all over the place. And um, she says, is it worse than the last one? And she, he goes, yeah, much worse. So it appeared that he was getting worse. And I don't even know if he survived that. But um, uh, And again, it was after the COVID shot. And then there was another one of a, 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 late, a young lady, probably about 25, maybe, or a little older. And she she had a hard time standing up. But when she finally got up, her body was moving all over the place like this. And she says, you know, I'm going to get over this. God's going to get me over this. She says, but I was never like this before I took the, the COVID-19 vaccine. So but in both cases, that it was... Uh, uh, well, in the, the man's case, it was affecting his lungs. It was affecting his nervous system. And, you know, Lord only knows what else. And with her, it seemed like a um, some kind of a, a nerve disorder that she was um, almost like she had Parkinson's on steroids or something or non-control, non-controllable movements. It was um, it was really sad to see. As a matter of fact, I thought about sharing it. And I'm like, no, I can't even share this. It's so... Yeah. So terrible, you know, and um, I don't know. I, I I don't know how to tell people not to do this, you know, and, um, you know, some of my own family has gone out and gotten this against my warning, you know, and um, and that makes me sad, you know, because I when your loved ones do it and you, and you see all these things happen, you're going, Jesus, is that going to happen to her or her, you know, and I don't want that to happen to my loved ones. You know, and so that's, you know, that's where prayer comes in. 
mm-hmm. and knowing that no weapon formed against us will prosper and knowing that they're both believers helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, still, it's like, you know, it's they believe that. And one of them did it because she wants to travel. You know, she yeah. wants to fly. And I'm like, why don't you drive? Yeah. Um, and no, I want to fly, you know, and it's, um, well, I'm sorry, you know, and I don't know. I just, I don't get it. You know, I've, I quit taking the flu shot probably about five or six years ago. And I remember one day I walked in and I knew the nurse that was giving them. And I said, hey, can I have the package insert for that? She goes, yeah, sure. What do you need it for? He says, I'm just curious about something. I walked away and and I read it. One of the first ingredients was a, a derivative of mercury. You know, and as I read on, it said that because um, I wanted to know if it was in the multi-dose vials or the single-dose vials. And it said that they put it in the multi-dose vials because it's a preservative. And, you know, you keep sticking needles in there and drawing out of it for different patients, different needles, hopefully. And uh, uh, so it, it needs to be preserved for that time. Uh, but they said that they take it out to put it into the, 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 the single dose file. And I'm like, why would you put something in and then take it out? It doesn't make any sense to me. You separate the stuff, the stuff that's going into double multi-dose files, you put it in there. In the single dose files, you don't put it in, which makes me think that that's a lie, because mm-hmm. it costs a lot of money to put that stuff together, and then you're going to spend more money to to take it apart again, you know, and to remove that. And can you really remove it? You know, it's it's. I just smelled something really sour about that, you know, mm-hmm. and and um, I don't know. And then you know, you read about the the fetal parts in it and and everything else, and I'm like, no, that's okay. I. I'd rather catch the flu and take my chances, you know. And, you know, when I was married to my first wife, we both got H1N1. And, you know, she was she had some conditions with her and I had some conditions with me. We both got sick. It, was, it wasn't easy, but we got over it, you know. And what did they say the survival rate for COVID is 99.98 or something like that? Way up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Don't let the doctors touch you, and you'll be fine. (laughs) I hate to say that. If you're a doctor, I apologize, but you guys are using outdated – you're listening to the CDC and the NIH. That's the first problem right there. Um, You're listening to the drug companies to say it's safe, but it's only approved for emergency use. It hasn't been officially approved because there's been not enough testing on it. And I couldn't – Myself, if I was a doctor, I couldn't endorse it. But then you think, you know, the doctor is basically forced into it because the organization that he works for makes him do it. And he's read every he, he believes that the CDC and NIH have good purposes for everybody. And many times they do. But not in this case. And, and they're working with the Gates Foundation, you know, and stuff like that. And if, it, if Bill Gates is in anything, run as far as you can away from it. You know, because it's not for your own good. As he said, as he's using a Microsoft operated computer. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, it's it's just um, it's it's crazy. It really is that um, that they're, they're marketing this as being safe, but it's it's dangerous as all get out. And and what really amazes me is that the generation, our generation, and the older, well, the older generation, you know, they 
they're mostly gone anyway. But so our generation is is up at the top now, and mm-hmm. and we're the generation that you know question everything, question government, you know, don't believe in government, you know, government people good, government bad, mm-hmm. and these are the people that are running and falling over each other to get in line to get this shot. You know, me, if the government tells me it's good, I research it. You know, I, I, I research it like there's no tomorrow just to. Yep. Same. Yeah. Here. And uh, because especially if Bill Gates is involved and other people like George Soros and stuff, they've got an agenda and their agenda is to wipe us out. Um, and, you know, that's the devil's agenda. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the devil like to, to wipe out everybody, even liberals and. Everybody, everybody thinks that they're doing a, a deed for him. Um, not saying that liberals think that, but there are people that do think that they're doing a deed for him or a yeah. mission for him. And uh, they're going to be surprised one day when they're going to find out that he wanted to wipe them out, too. Yeah. And, uh, and he does wipe them out. He uses them up for what they're worth, and then he discards them. as uh, and, and they're in the mental institutions like there's no tomorrow. Uh, so... You know, it's God said, um, in, in I think it was in Joshua, it might have been, um, I'm giving you two choices. You can choose uh, death or life. And he says, choose life, you know, meaning choose him and choose the right way, the only way, actually, to get to him. And, you know, it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> it really isn't. You know, when I was, uh, um, before I was got saved and became born again. Um, I, uh, I hated Christians. <laughs> I really did. I, um, cause you know, that's all that ever came out of their mouth is, Oh, you need to get saved. You need Jesus, you know, call them Bible thumpers. And we had one guy that was a, 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 a devout Christian, although he got high with us to try to witness to us when we were high. That I can't explain that, but, um, you know, we would always put them in the back of the truck and find the worst roads we could to drive over. <laughs> so that's, that tells you how much contempt I had for Christians when I before I got saved. And, um, but I came to the Lord, and it's not that it's not what I always thought it was. It's not the tedious task, the you know, the browbeating by God that you're 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 evil and you you deserve to die and stuff like that and that you have to do this or that in order to be no, it's not that way. <laughs> it's probably the simplest thing you gotta do and it's free. Yeah. And considering my heritage, I always go for free stuff. Um <laughs> but uh anyway, um so just keep that in mind. But um so we where else were you going to get into, Brian? I forgot now. Well, I was just going to touch a little bit on the uh, the religious side of the vaccine. Okay, just, yeah. Talk about it. I, I was just thinking about this uh, as you were speaking, and let's see my thoughts. It says in the scriptures that during the tribulation, after the rapture, that God's going to give a, a give them a lie or delusion to believe. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. The aliens abducted us. We talked about that in the last show. Oh, are you there, Dave? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Okay, hold on a second here. I, I'm not. Hold on a minute. There I am. Did, you, did I go off screen there for a minute? No, I saw you the whole time. Okay. So I see. I see what they're doing. So the vaccine, the COVID, 
is a lie to put fear into people to do things they normally would never do. And this isn't the first time. This has happened over many, many years. Let's uh, just go back 20 years, uh, this September 11th, the towers coming down. That was horrible. That was horrible. And there's a conspiracy about that. I don't want to get into it. Um, but the point is, people did die. Right. And it was used to change the laws of our country. Uh, before 9-11, you could go right up to the gate of an airport and see your loved ones off into the, walking down into the plane. Mm-hmm. After 9-11, you couldn't get within 150 yards of that place. You can, I mean, there it came a point, you just dropped them off out front, and they walked right. in. And then, you know, the whole taking the belt off, taking the shoes off, you know, you know, only so many ounces of uh, shampoo and all this stuff, which I think they're still, I haven't flown in a while, but I still think that's the case. Yeah, do. So, but that never would have happened if 9-11 hadn't happened. Right. So before 9-11, if you had told somebody you can't drop your, your you can't go to the gate with your family, they, there would have been a huge uproar. The, mm-hmm. the media would have been like, no way, you can't do that. That's freedom of this. And there's no way. After 9-11, yeah, do whatever it takes to keep us safe. Yeah, take our freedoms away. But we didn't say take our freedoms away, but that's what they did. And now it's been 20 years, and we're used to those freedoms being gone. We don't right. even miss them, right? Yeah. Because we've been boiled in water, from cold water to boiling water, and we didn't even realize we're being boiled. Yeah. And we've been boiled for 20 years, but ah, that's no big deal. Right. The gate. But I remember taking people for years and walking right up to the, almost down the, down there with them. So mm-hmm. I'm saying this because now. And, and things have happened since 9-11 along the way to even take more away. But COVID was on steroids, literally. Right. COVID allowed things to be done as we see now in California, Oregon, Washington State, New York State, different places, and even some of the blue states during the pandemic but are open now. But um, the red states, I mean, but the blue states are all such, still shut down pretty much. Mm-hmm. If you would have said a year, two years ago, I give my governor permission to tell me not that allow me not to go to church for one year. Let's say there's no COVID, no COVID, and the police start coming in and ticketing everybody and kicking them out of their churches. Right. Church is done for a year and a half. I think it would have been a huge uproar. There would have right. been, it would have been a huge pushback. But the government knows that when they come in with force, they're going to be pushed back again. Mm-hmm. So they come in on the sly. There's this disease, and it happens to be that when you're in big crowds, it spreads. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you have to wear a mask when you're even with your family. You have to wash your hands 40 times a day with Perel, which you said. Mm-hmm. You have to do all these things because if you don't do these things, you could die. Right. You could die, Dave. Brian, uh-huh. you could die you could die by not what you picked the wrong day to miss washing your hands. You shook that guy's hand. You shouldn't have because that broke the law. Now, mm-hmm. a year ago, taking a handbrake's a law. They've been shaking hands for centuries. Right. And so now you broke the law. That mask you used to see every once in a while somebody wearing in the airport. Now you got to wear it. Matter of fact, you got to mm-hmm. wear two of them with the face shield and gloves just to drive your car. And if I, you would have told this to me two years ago, I would have said, you, you're a little loony farm. 
But yeah. you know why everybody followed it? If everybody did it, it is for our safety. Everything is always when the government starts talking about your safety, run for the hills. Right. They don't care about your safety. They care about the mighty dollar and control. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about the military, our police departments and our police. No, I'm, not ta- I'm talking about the, the bureaucrats, the, the politicians and, and everybody in the Senate and the, and the Congress and the House that represents everybody. These governors and these, these local, local politicians. And it's like they got elected, but they didn't work for it. They got elected and campaigned and lied their way in, but they never held a job for very long. They never run a business, not everybody, but a lot of them. So they're mm-hmm. making decisions and controlling us because they can. I'm seeing all this, setting this up. So now I believe the rapture happens and a few weeks after the rapture happens or a few days, I think it's going to be a few weeks, the tribulation will start. That's my belief. So what would cause everybody, not everybody, I take that back because not everybody does, what would cause people to take the mark what would cause everybody to take the vaccine you're going to die what's going to cause everybody to take a mark on your forehead or your wrist let's just say wrist what well, would make a, what's that the bible tells us that yeah, it says right. that you know you can't buy or sell or or do right, anything what, unless you have it that's right but what mm-hmm. would make somebody during that time that knows that but doesn't know the lord let's say they know all this they make movies about it but they're willing to do it anyway because fear. You don't have the mark, you can't fly. You don't have the mark, you can't eat. You don't have the mark, you can't even buy a house. You can't buy a car. You can't live in your neighborhood. You've got to go live where the government tells you to live. Or they start hunting you down like animals and throwing you in um, what they call COVID camps. Right. Or safe places. You know, the colleges, they need a safe place to play with their Play-Doh because they're so stressed out about everything. <laughs> well, they're going to send you to a safe place to play with yeah. Play-Doh. Okay. Right. But <laughs> my point is what 9-11 did, what COVID did is what the Antichrist is going to use when we're taken out. Mm-hmm. He's going to use that world event, which is going to be the greatest world event ever. Nothing, nothing like it's ever going to happen again. Well, the second coming, but It's the greatest event. And what would a person, what would kind of influence you have to have to explain billions of people or hundreds of millions disappearing? And now not only did they disappear, you're telling them to get a mark, which everybody knows in the movies and has been talked about for 100 years. That's the mark of the beast. Who in the Mm -hmm. world would do that? God gives them over to the lie of we're taken out by Aliens, air quote, Nephilim, gives them over to delusion to believe it. The Antichrist is given power by Satan to implement the lie by giving the mark. And he basically forces him and says, you don't take the mark. You can't fly and see your grandma in in New York. Mm -hmm. What's happening now? They're literally bribing people, at least in L.A. County, to get the, the shot. There's mm-hmm. dealership. We'll give you a thousand dollar, you know, back on a car if you come down and sign up. If you get the shot, that's yeah. what's going on here. So, just take COVID, take the tribulation. COVID, you don't get the shot. You can't fly and go see your grandma. 
tribulation, you don't get the mark of the beast, you can't fly and go see grandma. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. That's what all this is about, I believe. And as somebody said to me the other day, are things going to get better? I'm going to be honest with you. No, mm-hmm. they're not. It doesn't mean Trump can't be a president and slow it down. And I'm not talking politics, just politics, if that's going to get better. I don't think it, if Trump wins, yeah, that will help us. It'll take a little bit of the pain away. Or or, or DeSantis, whoever, a good Republican, a good conservative, I should say. Right. I, I think yeah, that can happen. But the morality of man is plummeting, whether it's a, Trump's in there or not. Um, there's going to be more diseases and fake COVIDs out there coming down the pipe. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. And when Jesus in Matthew 24 talked about wars, earthquakes, and rumors of wars, somebody said to me a while ago, well, there's always been wars. Jesus wasn't saying that. In that passage, he's saying there will be an increase. Mm -hmm. There will be a huge increase, an uptick on natural disasters, an uptick on wars, diseases, pestilence, COVIDs. There will be an uptick. And he compared it to a woman being in labor. So what's mm-hmm. that mean? It means as it gets closer to his return or to the rapture, that there won't just be one eight-point earthquake once every 50 years in the world. There'll be three or four a year, 8.0 mm-hmm. or bigger. There won't be just one or two diseases in a year's time. There'll be five or six or seven. There won't be one volcano like Mount St. Helens that blows its top in 1980 and takes out 20, you know, was it 100 square miles of forest in just a few seconds. Right. I can't remember how many volcanoes, but there's a couple of dozen volcanoes right now erupting all around the world. Mm-hmm. Like two dozen. Yeah. That wasn't like that 30 years ago. Uh-uh. You know, if, uh, it would be like, um, what else did he say? Wars, rumors of wars, wars, rumors of wars. Look what Israel just went through and still going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you got, uh, you got Russia, you got China, you got Iran. There's, there's rumors of Iran that uh, Israel's going to, Attack Iran to defend herself. You, you just, you have, and somebody says, well, it's always been that way. No, yes, but it's increasing. And Jesus said to uh, his his followers, you can decide, device, or, excuse me, you can tell the, what season you're about to enter by the changing of the color of the trees, but you can't tell when I'm about to come. Right. It's, he's giving us signs. That mm-hmm. I know, no one knows the day or the hour. But we can know the month, we can mm-hmm. know the year, we can know six months. It never says we don't know the year, the right. day or the hour. You know, no. I believe, my opinion, God, the Lord loves us so much. He died for us. We know that. He raised, He came from back from the dead, and he did all that, obviously. And that's, I mean, we're saved. But wouldn't he want the bride to know when the bridegroom's about to come? Wouldn't he want her, her to get excited that the wedding is just around the corner? Would he keep her in such darkness and secretiveness that he just surprises her? Now, I know that's in the scriptures, but at the same time, she's told to keep her lamp lit. She's told to be looking. She's right. told to be for the bridegroom. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one of the things that's blown in Second Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 11 through 18, is the, is the verses of the rapture. First Corinthians 15, verses 50 to 58, I think, is another scriptures of the rapture but in second thessalonians chapter four it talks about the blowing of a trumpet the shout of the archangel right that's one of the things they do in a jewish wedding they blow a trumpet 
they do these things. And it's to, it's to let the bride know, hey, the bridegroom's coming. And, you know, Jewish tradition, as you know, Dave, is, I, if I'm correct here, it's been a while, that he, the bridegroom picks his bride, then he goes away to back to his father's house to build to prepare an a house. Mm-hmm. And he, at some point in time, he comes back, but the bride doesn't know when exactly he's coming back. And mm-hmm. as he gets close to her house, he announces himself by usually blowing a shofar or a trumpet or something to let her know it, whatever time of the day it is, he's there. And mm-hmm. she comes out to meet him, and then he takes her back to the father's house. They get married, and they have a wedding feast. And it usually lasts a week, seven mm-hmm. days. Well, the, uh, the tribulation, I believe, will be taken out in the beginning. We'll have a seven-year feast in heaven, being married and being rewarded for what we've done on the earth uh, as, as believers. You know, mm-hmm. And I know that people differ on that. I get that. I get that. But the point is... God is manipulating the world like a chessboard. Trump and everybody, including us, are being used. Now, we're being used for his glory. He wants to move us on the chessboard to help people, to spread the gospel, to pray for one another. But the unsaved are being used, too. We think because unsaved are unsaved that God has nothing to do with them. That's not true. God uses unsaved people to bless his, his church. God uses our unsafe friends to bless us with great relationships with them. He loves them, too. Are they called? Maybe, maybe not. But until they are, he uses them for good mm-hmm. and for bad. Our bosses, some of them are unsafe. Good or bad, he uses them. All things mm-hmm. work together for those who love Christ Jesus. So right. he uses all these people, and he's going to use the Antichrist, and he's going to use the false prophet like pawns. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that they're alive right now. Yeah, is, Pope, is Pope Francis the false prophet? He's a good candidate, but he's, yeah, 84. He is. he's 84, I think, and he's a very good candidate. Who do I think? I mean, there's been – this is all speculation from this point out, Dave. This is all speculation. Right now, my bet is on – for the Antichrist is on um, the French – Macron. French, yeah, Macron. He's he's my top candidate right now. He's, he's the youngest – person to ever be voted in as, as, excuse me, as president of France. He was 39 years old when he got voted in. Mm-hmm. He has no children. His wife had, his woman that, his wife that he married uh, is older than him, I think 20 years older than him, and she mm-hmm. had a couple of kids. And I read something today about him. I, this is just creepy. He, he was 15 and his wife was 39 when they met in high school. Wow. She, she was his teacher. <laughs> I looked this up today on Wikipedia. Okay. People in this country go to jail for doing that. <laughs> I know. Now, supposedly in the article, nothing happened until he turned 18. And if you believe that, I have a bridge I'll sell you in Arizona. It's a really yeah. long one. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'll sell it to you. Really cheap. Mm-hmm. So, but I read about this guy. He's very charismatic. He's very influential in other countries. Um, they, he's well-respected. He used to be far left. Now he's a centrist, supposedly. He turned centrist to be reelected, to get elected. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but France, you can have two terms as president, five years each. Oh, wow. And, and each election, you get voted in the second election right away. They do election, you vote in, you're president, 
They do one another one immediately for the next five years. So you're oh, in wow. this is the weirdest thing. Yeah, like, it is. And so he's very educated. He um, got into finance, got in with some huge companies. I have him here somewhere. I've got to look it up. He's he's smart. He knows he knows money. He knows government. He's he's worked his way up, and he's he's um, he's big on the stage. And I, at one point, um, he was going to go. I should have looked the article up for you guys. He was going to go to Lebanon, the country of Lebanon, to speak to the prime minister there, but it got canceled because of COVID. So it's like. How do, I, how do I explain this guy? Everybody likes him. Not everybody agrees with him, but everybody likes him. Mm-hmm. Iran has likes him. The Atollahs like him. He, he, they, wow. respect him. they respect him, I should say. They don't right. like him. They respect him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's um, I, I read about the president of France. They have almost more power than the president of our country. They're wow. ahead of the military. He's the head of his nukes. Uh, they also, he's, a, when he becomes president, uh, whoever does, appoints a prime minister. Um, but the prime minister is not really any power, and he can fire him anytime he wants. Huh. And he can actually override his own Congress if he wants. He can disband it if he wants. His, oh, I, call, I call the Congress, they have one. He can disband it. So. Huh. But he does have limitations. There are certain things he can and cannot do, but it's not a lot. He's, he's, I mean, if his Congress comes against him and enough people in Congress, they can kick him out. They can force right. him to leave. And that's happened a few times with the last uh, president. So, but he is, he has built up a reputation. He's built up a following. He's been respected all around the world. Trump really liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things the Antichrist uh, doesn't have is children. At least in the scripture, it doesn't talk about it. Right. This guy has no children of his own. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, I'm not saying he is, but if we're living in the days I think we are, and let's say the rapture is 10 years from now, let's say 10, mm-hmm. the Antichrist has to be born to take power in 10 years. He's not an infant. Right. He'd be in his 20s or 30s. Some say mm-hmm. he'll be the same age as Yeshua when Yeshua came on the scene, 30 years old. Right. I, I don't see that in Scripture. I could be wrong. But he's going to be a charismatic man. He's going to be well-liked. He's going to come to power fast. And he's going to be able to use a COVID type of situation on steroids. A billion people just disappeared. He's going to come on the scenes on television, radio, Internet, calm everybody down. Explain it away. God's going to take his words and use it to literally make them believe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He'll bring temporary comfort to billions of people that are left, which is sad that it has to happen to them, but that's just what's going to happen. Right. And then at one point, he's going to force everybody to get them up. And all I can say about COVID right now, it's a precursor. The COVID debacle is a rehearsal for the tribulation for taking the mark. Right. It's a rehearsal of fear, mongering, um, science lying, um, intimidation, manipulation, 
to make people do things they never thought they would ever do. There's mm-hmm. a guy who mentioned his name, and he said he would never get the vaccine. Well, he got it because he wanted to go buy a motorcycle. And he wanted to fly somewhere to go do it and, and, huh. visit, and visit some relatives. And he got sick, but he's better. And I hope and pray nothing happens to all these people and these friends of mine that have got the vaccine. I don't want to see them sick. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I, I wouldn't take a chance. And usually they take a vaccine off the market when more than like 50 people die from it in like six months. Right. A thousand to two thousand a month are dying in the United States from the vaccine. And that's what they're telling us. Mm-hmm. So a thousand people a month are dying and they keep it on and they're, they're actually telling you, you get a vaccine, you'll get a car, you can do this, you can do that. But three or four years ago, if a vaccine killed 50 people in six months, they take it off the shelf. Right. That should right. say everything to everybody right now. That should just speak volumes. Exactly. So, and so I believe the rapture of the church is in our generation, Dave and I's generation. And, and so let's just say, you know, well, the way it's going, if we took the vaccine, I'd say we have three or four years left. But since we didn't, we might have 20 good years or maybe 30 years left. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. In the following something, but, you know, right? So, right. So I believe that the rapture is in our generation. And I believe that it's a lot closer than 10 years. I believe it's, and I, I said this to Dave earlier, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to give the actual day. I think it is. I believe the rapture will happen on one of the Jewish feasts in the fall. Dave, right. you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into what feast that is, but I encourage people out there to study the feasts of God and for Israel. Everything that the Lord does, I believe prophetically centers around Israel mm-hmm. and it's always centered around Israel. He's the apple of his eye. He loves her, and he's going he's gonna to defend her at all costs. And she's going to survive, and all her enemies are not going to make it. So That's right. And, um, and I can say that 110%. Mm-hmm. So the rapture, I believe, is very, very, very close, and it's going to happen on one of the feasts in the fall. Study the feasts, what they mean. But also, before you study those feasts, study the feasts that happen in the spring and and in the early summer Pentecost. Study all of them and look at in the scriptures what significant event happened on each of those feasts. Mm-hmm. And after Pentecost, no more significant prophetic things happen anymore. It has had to happen since then. Right. On those That's in the scriptures. Uh-huh. So, so what's going to happen next on the next feast related to the scriptures? So it's a great subject, um, but I believe we're really, really, really close. And, and one of the way, a reason I believe, and I'll just throw this out there, Dave, is there's many reasons why I believe in pre-tribulation raptures. There's many, many reasons. But one is the scripture is very plain. It says no one knows the day or the hour except mm-hmm. God himself, correct? Right. And just with my opinion, and we've talked about this, so mm-hmm. is that. If the rapture happens in the middle or the end of the tribulation, uh, mid-trib or post-trib, you would actually know the exact day he was coming back. Because it says in Daniel when the middle of the tribulation is. It says how many days. So all you would have to do is count the days, and you would know the middle and the end. And people living on the earth during that time are going to – who are believers who get saved 
after the rapture will actually know we have this many days left until the end. They're, they're going to mm-hmm. know because it says how many days. Right. So all you have to know is when the tribulation starts. We know when it starts. It starts when the Antichrist signs a peace treaty with, with its neighbors. So all you got to do is watch the news that day and literally look at the clock. Mm-hmm. It got signed at 12 o'clock Eastern time. So that's nine o'clock in the morning West Coast on January 1st. So all you got to do is count from January 1st forward. Mm-hmm. Three and a half years. And you would know that the Lord would be back on that day. So, but that goes against knowing the day and the hour. Mm-hmm. So the rapture is supposed to be something, it's spontaneous and it just happens and no one knows the day or the hour. We can know the the time frame, it might be this year, it might be next year, within six months. We, cause he's, like I spoke before, he tells us to know the season. He even says at one point, I'm, I'm literally knocking at the door. I'm literally here. Mm-hmm. So all this to everybody out there who knows the Lord, lift up your head, your redemption draws nigh. Right. One of these days, whatever you're going through out there, if it's cancer, bad marriage, it's alcohol problems, drug problems, whatever, it, you know, whatever it is, and every, all of us are going through it. There's going to be a come a time that the Lord's going to return and take us to a place that Paul said he can't even explain. Right. But in the scriptures, there is, there's actually descriptions of it. Revelation chapter 21, 22. There's a place, oh, where is it at? Is it Ezekiel? Um, or Isaiah too. Isaiah gets taken to heaven and swims in a river. He takes off his jacket and jumps into a river. Uh, Paul even mentions that he was taken up into a place and he tries to explain it, but he can't. And so it's a real place, guys. And if you don't have any hope tonight, you're just kind of like, I'm just worn out. Your redemption's coming. And until it comes, he's promised all over the scriptures to take care of us. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned about the Lord, he doesn't always do things the way I think he should do them. You know, and you're not God. (laughs) I'm I'm praying for a certain day, a certain situation. And it's like, why aren't you answering? He is answering. I don't see it because I'm looking for it. We stereotype God too much on what he needs to do for us instead of just letting him do it. Mm hmm. You know, and and just he's going to win in the end. If you're not living for the Lord tonight, it doesn't matter. He's if, you, if, you, if he's in your heart, you can run all you want. You can't get away from him, and uh-huh. he's eventually going to win in your life. You know, he's going to get his way one way or the other, and right. because he can't give up on you because he made a blood covenant with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have a blood covenant made by the blood of Yeshua, the Son of God. And that blood is for eternity. That The old covenants, the blood was only for a year, for a season. This blood is for eternity. So God sees this. If you're a believer tonight, God doesn't see you as a sinner anymore. He sees you as righteous, with white robes, dressed in white, pure. You might be in the middle of sin right now. It doesn't matter. God doesn't see you. See, he doesn't want you to do what you're doing, but he doesn't see you that way. He already mm-hmm. sees you with him, seated in the heavenlies. That's what the scriptures say, and Dave knows that. So, Yep, that's right. But, 
I'm saying all this because this COVID, I don't want to use the, <laughs> the four-letter word for this, but this COVID junk is just manipulation, lies. It's, it's to control us, to bring fear. It's to, it's to make us literally sick from stress. We're losing our mm-hmm. jobs and our restaurants. And we still have an America. God hasn't come back yet. The Antichrist isn't here yet. And um, the Antichrist can't take over until the restrainer is removed. Who's the restrainer? The Holy Spirit. When he's removed, when we're removed with him, then the Antichrist is allowed to do what he can do. But right now, it's it's a even playing field. Actually, it's not even. We're in the, we're in the majority. Mm-hmm. Um, don't give up. Don't give up tonight. Um, we're really close to the end. Um, we really are, and things are going to heat up. Don't expect everything just to be always good. Take care of your family. Put the Lord first. Get back in church. If you can't, if you're not in a good church, then go find one. Don't stay in a church that doesn't. If you're in a church that doesn't talk about heaven, doesn't talk about hell, it just talks about feeling good. That's a that's a demonic church. Mm-hmm. That's a demonic church. So right. get out of there. Get out of there. And I don't care if your friends have been going there for 20 years. You're in the wrong place. That's right. Because uh, life's too short, man. I'm in my 60s. I, it just went like that. It's just gone. And now I'm mm-hmm. in my 60s. So two-thirds of my life is gone. I only have a third in front of me, maybe. So right. what am I going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? You know? And mm-hmm. what are we going to do with it? God's given us this time. What does he want us to do with it? it it's it, what That's the question. COVID aside, all this aside, what does God want with you tonight to do with you? For the next so many years. Right. For you. You know, anyway. Good message. Thanks. Very good. Very good. Um, Wow. No, that's powerful. Powerful stuff. Um, So, folks, you know, you got you got the truth tonight (laughs) and um, you. like I said, I don't know how you do it without them, but uh, you don't have to do it without them. Yeah, that's you right. Don't want. Uh, and, he, you know, oh, God's a taskmaster. Well, no, he gave you a choice. You know, he doesn't force you. He's not like Allah or or um, any of the other gods or supposed gods that force you to do things. He says, hey, you know, come to me. He didn't say you must come to me. Well, in a way he does if you want to get to heaven. But, um, you know, he's not a browbeater. He's not a a, God, a capricious God that changes his mind over and over and over again. No, he's, he says, hey, I'm, I'm giving you this opportunity. You can take it or leave it. Um, I'd rather you take it. I want you to be with me. But, you know, I've given you your own free will. And and really, everybody should appreciate that since our free will is being taken away on, on the earthly side. <laughs> you know, um, realize that, uh, you know, Yahweh doesn't do that. He gives you a choice. He says, hey, you know, um, you could take it if you wanted. I'm giving it to you. It's free and everything else. And I know a lot of us aren't used to accepting free things. We always think there's a catch. You know, you know, was that, that saying? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Well, no, not not in this case. It's uh, it's amazing. It's just just think about it. The creator of the whole universe 
that lives out time time and space wants to spend time with you, you know, and personally too, <laughs> you know, um, you know, not not necessarily. He does in groups of people, of course, but you know, when you pray and stuff, he spends time with you and talks to you and in different manners for different people, but um, especially in this time and in the time to come. Um, you're going to have basically two choices, good or evil. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I hope you choose good. I really do. And uh, I can't. I've, I mean, I've related my life experience several times on this radio show, but, um, you know, you could you could take my testimony or leave it, too. But uh, all I know is I was miserable. I was judgmental. I didn't trust anybody. I, I I was self-centered and thought life, the world revolved around me. And then I realized that that's not true. <laughs> and you have to have a, an authority figure to answer to. And I'd really like to rather rather would like to answer more to God than I would to Joe Biden or or George Soros or Bill Gates or the devil. You know, they're, they're kind of all intermixed together anyway. But um, <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, the choice is yours, you know, we'll mention it from time to time. And, you know, it's uh, but uh, don't think you're you're being pressured, but just think about it. You know, just, you know, it doesn't hurt in the quiet of your mind. Think about things to ask questions about yourself and ask, you know, what's what's good in your life, what's bad in your life, what you'd like to change, what you'd like to see changed, you know. Tonight, and in, in this haste, I don't self be true. You know, um, examine yourself. You know, see what you're like, and see what you like about yourself, and what you don't like, and um, those things you don't like can be taken away and yeah, washed away. Actually, on the Old Testament, they used to just cover uh, the sacrifices would just cover the sin. With Yeshua, He washes away the sin, and I'd rather have that than have them covered. So, uh, wow, we've come up to the end of our time. Wow. Um, folks, and Brian, we the next week we're going to have Gordy Tong on. I spoke with Gordy for a couple of hours the other day. <laughs> you can't not talk with Gordy for a couple of hours. Um, he's always got new and fresh and exciting things to talk about. And, and um, so he's going to come on next Monday. He's going to talk about... Um, some of the more finer aspects, not, I don't mean finer as in good, but um, detailed aspects maybe of alien abduction, what they're doing, how they're doing it, um, encounters he's had, encounters friends with him has had. Uh, British Columbia is a real hot spot for uh, abduction, for UFO sightings and, and everything. It's, uh, it's amazing. A lot of the land up there, um, like here, but uh, a lot of the land up there is... Uh, is ancient Aboriginal grounds, you know, ancient Indian or Native American, I should say, uh, grounds. And um, and there's a lot of uh, there was a lot of shamanism and still is in some places up there. And and um, so the UFO phenomenon is running rampant up there. And uh, some of the doctrines that we come out against are running rampant, too. So. Um, He's going to talk about all those things. And basically, we're uh, with Gordy, we just give him a free check. You know, it's like, okay, we opened up the gate, Gordy, run. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wow. he's going to ask, he's going to, you know, he's going to, you're going to hear a lot of, hey, have you heard? 
And, and most of these things I haven't heard about, So, um, and you probably haven't either. So uh, you're going to get a lot of information um, next next Monday. Um, and so that's why maybe you might, might want to listen to or watch the video. Um, Gordy has requested that he not get on camera, so it'll just be me and Brian. Um, but Gordy will be there. And um, for reasons that, you know, he has unto himself, um, he doesn't want to be on camera. So um, and we're going to honor that. So. Those of you who have heard Gordy talk before, we've had him on three or four times now. Or, it, yeah, this will probably be the fifth time. Um, realize that he comes up with very insightful stuff that um, kind of like a, a paranormal Jonathan Gray, so to speak, um, in, in fashion. So um, we will do that show next Monday night, and I'll have it posted uh, by midnight, hopefully. And uh, you can listen to it or watch it, whatever your flavor is. And, uh, well, Brian, I want to thank you for a very good night. We had, you know, quite a conversation and a lot of uh, good things came out of tonight. And I know that the audience got a lot out of it, too. Excuse me. And um, and hopefully uh, we gave a lot for people to ruminate on. Yeah. And um, there's hope. Just remember that there's always hope. So right. with that, uh, Brian, I want to thank you again. Uh, you have a good week. I'm sure we'll talk, you know, yeah, yeah. quite a few times before next show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, folks, just be blessed and know that uh, there's somebody that's there that, that will help you if you want to help. His name is Yeshua, and uh, and he's there for you. Uh, your friends might have been there for you and they failed you, but he'll never let you down. So, right. right. With that, uh, good night. God bless. And uh, and just uh, keep seeking and keep uh, yearning. You're yearning for God and uh, you'll find him if you don't know him already. Okay. <laughs>